Indeed, the Lord is worthy of our worship, and because of that, the Lord is worthy to be known more and more by His people. Marapat po sa mga mananampalataya na paulit-ulit na sariwain ang mga katuruan ng ating Panginoong Yesus, lalong-lalo yung mga may kinalaman sa Kanyang kaharian at pagahari sa ating buhay. We should review, relearn, and fine-tune, synthesize the basic teachings and beliefs as the Lord Jesus Christ has taught them. At dapat ito lagi nating bigyan ng mga sariwang mga applications sa ating buhay. The two major teachings of the Lord Jesus Christ is about the kingdom of God or the kingdom of heaven and about spiritual rebirth or the born-again experience. Ang mga salita po na ito ay naging charged already very emotionally, theologically, even politically. But these words in their purest forms came from the Lord. At dapat nating laging balikan at dagdagan ng pag-unawa. At yan po ang ating sisikapin sa tulong ng Espiritu ng Diyos. Pag-aralan muli ang pamagatang pag-aaral natin, The Kingdom of God Revisited. Binalikan, sinariwa upang lalong maunawa. Salamat Ama dahil kayo po ang nagahari doon sa tinatawag namin Kingdom of God. At nais namin ang Kingdom na ito Panginoon ay aming maging bahagi at maging kabahagi kami nito. At nawa Panginoon sa aming pag-aaral, maging tagapangaral kayo. Turuan niyo po kami. Dalhin niyo kami sa mas mataas na antas ng pagkaunawa. Bring us, O God, to a higher level of awareness, of consciousness, and spirituality that come from it. At ang dalangin namin, Panginoon, akayin niyo kami para makaakay din kami ng iba. Patawarin niyo po kami sa aming mga kasalanan. Punuan niyo po kami sa aming mga kakulangan, Panginoon. Adawa ang tinig niyo maging lakas, gamot ng aming buhay, liwanag sa aming landas. We commit everything to you, Father, asking you to be the speaker. Use your servant only as your instrument. In the name of Jesus, your Son, our Teacher, our Savior, we pray with thanksgiving. We will be reading from John chapter 3, verses 1 to 21, as the major verses for today with many other verses along the way. First of all, we'll be reading John 3, 1 to 3, a very famous story about a man named Nicodemus and his encounter with God and the kingdom of heaven. There was a man named Nicodemus who was a Pharisee and a Jewish leader. One night he went to Jesus and said, Sir, we know that God has sent you to teach us. You could not work these miracles unless God were with you. Jesus replied, I tell you for certain that you must be born from above before you can see God's kingdom. Mayaman, kilala, prominente, edukadong tao itong si Nicodemus, isa sa mga religious leaders sa kanyang lugar, at nagpunta sa Panginoon upang makipanayam sa rilinan isang gabi. At agad-agad sinabi niya, kinikilala ko po na kayo'y galing sa Diyos, kinakasihan kayo ng Diyos, dahil hindi niyo magagawa ang mga himalang ginagawa niyo kung hindi totoong ang Panginoong Diyos sa langit ay sumasay niyo. At derechahan din ang sagot ng Panginoon, sabi, liba na lang isang tao ipanganak mula sa kitaasan, ipanganak na muli, magkaroon ng panibagong pagkakapanganak, hindi niya makikita ang kaharian ng Diyos. To be born from above is used in other versions as to be born again. So Jesus is seeing God's kingdom, 
understanding divine ways and being truly spiritual requires spiritual rebirth. Ang ibig sabihin lang ng Panginoon, okay, ikaw ay edukado, leader ka ng relihiyon, marami ka ng alam sa scriptures, pero liban na lang na ikay ipanganak na muli. That you be born from on high, you will never understand the true meaning of the kingdom of God. Your religious background, your religious education is never enough. You must have a supernatural experience to understand the kingdom of heaven or the kingdom of God. So what is the kingdom of heaven? It's the kingdom of God whose meaning has eluded even a very educated and religious person like Nicodemus. First of all, let's review what it is not. Marami po tayong konsepto tungkol sa kaharian ng Diyos pag binabanggit sa New Testament. Romans 14.17 God's kingdom isn't about eating and drinking. It is about pleasing God, about living in peace, and about true happiness. All this comes from the Holy Spirit. Isang verse, ang daming itinuturo tungkol sa kingdom of God. That the kingdom of God or kingdom of heaven is not about religion. It's not about dietary laws, what to eat, what not to eat. It doesn't bring you the kingdom of God. It is not about the kingdom of heaven. The kingdom of heaven is about being one with God, resulting in peace and true happiness. So nilinaw agad dito, ang kaharian ng Diyos ay hindi yung mga relihiyon. Hindi ko sumali ka na sa relihiyon, kumakain ka nito, hindi ka kumakain noon, nandun ka na sa kaharian ng Diyos. No. Ito ay pakikiisa sa Diyos. Pakikipisan sa'yo ng Diyos na ang bunga ay kapayapaan at malalim na kaligayahan. Therefore, the kingdom of God is not in religious membership, but it is in the mind. It is in the thought life, in the value system. The kingdom of God is about attitude and habits and deeds. And it cannot be obtained on your own. It is given by the Holy Spirit. Isang kakaibang pakahulugan sa kaharian ng Diyos. Dapat po nating unawain na yung background ng kaharian ng Diyos na yan. Una, sa matandang tipan at sa matandang kultura ng Israel, ang inaabangan nila ay ang pagdating ng Messiah, nung tinatawag nilang tagapagligtas. At sa kanila, yun ang pagdating ng Kingdom of God or Kingdom of Heaven when they will be led politically by a very powerful and charismatic leader who will be both their political and spiritual king. So nililinaw na hindi yon ang tinutukoy ni Jesus. Tayo naman po mga Kristiyano, matapos ang panahon ni Jesus, ang naging meaning sa atin ng Kingdom of God ay yung muling pagbabalik ni Kristo at yung pagkatapos at pagkagunaw ng daigdig na alam natin at ang pagsisimula ng isang bagong daigdig, isang bagong lahat-lahat. Pero hindi yung tatlong yon ang tinutukoy ni Jesus pag sinabi niyang Kingdom of God, Kingdom of Heaven sa kanyang mga pagtuturo sa New Testament. At yan ay iisa-isahin nating tingnan. Balikan natin what God's Kingdom is not. Luke 17, 20-21 Some Pharisees asked Jesus when God's Kingdom would come. At ito yung sinasabi natin, kailan darating ang Messiah? Kailan matatapos ang political system ng Israel as they knew it to be oppressive? And when will a new era of another king begin? So political, religious, spiritual kingdom ang iniisip nila. Some Pharisees asked Jesus when that God's kingdom would come. He answered, God's kingdom isn't something you can see. 
There's no use saying, look, here it is, or look, there it is. God's kingdom is here with you. So itinuwid ng Panginoon, bagamat may pinaniniwalaan kayong God's kingdom na darating politically, really, physically, pero hindi yun ang tinuturo ko. Ang tinuturo ko ang God's kingdom, wala sa labas, hindi nakikita, hindi nahihipo, narito sa kalooban ninyo. Narito sa inyong puso. Isang malaking pagtutuwid ng isang popular na pinaniniwalaan nung araw yan. That the kingdom of heaven or the kingdom of God is not a place or a thing or a visible event. It's not even the coming of the Messiah as the Jews awaited it. And it's not even the end of the world as Christians wait for it. There is another kingdom of God na dapat maunawaan. At ang totoo, yun ang itinuturo ng Panginoon madalas. Hindi natin binabaliwala at nananalig tayo sa pagdarating na Panginoon sa kanyang muli pagbabalik. Sa darating na kingdom of God na talagang nanjan nakikita, nahihipo, at ang mga naniniwala sa Panginoon ay magiging kabilang noon. Pero dapat nating unawain yung isang malalim na kingdom of God na invisible na ang totoo, yun ang number one katuroan ng Panginoon. The kingdom of heaven or the kingdom of God is the reconfiguration of the mind to know, to understand, and enthrone God. Ang kaharian ng Diyos, ang paghahari ng Diyos, ay hindi physical, political kingdom. Ito ay ang pagbabago ng isip ng tao para siya ipagharian ng Diyos, tahanan ng Diyos ang kanyang isip, at ang mga iniisip niya ay mga isipin ng Diyos, at dahil yun ang iniisip niya, yun din ang magiging gawa, bunga, lifestyle niya. Na ang karihan ng Diyos na tinutukin ng Panginoon madalas, ay yung paghahari ng Diyos sa loob ng puso, sa isipan ng tao. It is in the heart, in the mind. It is the state of the heart and the state of the mind. It is belief, the understanding of God, the rule of God in one's heart that brings about changes in thought, in deeds, in habits, in lifestyle. Less dramatic, less cinematic, but nonetheless, it is the most substantial of all the meanings of the kingdom of heaven. Ang tao, pag yung isip niya ay pinagharian ng Diyos, ang puso niya naging trono ng Diyos, ang pananaw niya sa mundo ay naging pananaw ng Diyos o ang pananaw ng Diyos ang nagiging pananaw ng tao, kung ganoon ang ginagawa ng Diyos ang siyang gagawin ng tao, ang kalooban ng Diyos ang gagawin ng tao, yun ang paghahari ng Diyos, yun ang kaharian ng langit na nasa puso ng bawat isa. Malalim na usapin. The believer's mind and the believer's thoughts are ruled by God. It becomes God's kingdom. Such kingdom is known to and discerned only by those who are spiritually reborn. At yun ang sinasabi ng Panginoon kay Nicodemus. Kung kingdom of God din lang ang pag-uusapan natin, hindi mo yan maiintindihan. Hindi yan magiging sayo. Hindi ka paghaharian liban ipanganakamuli muna. Kailangan magkaroon ng isang espiritual na pagbabago sa iyong buhay 
para malagay ang utak mo sa tamang lugar, tamang korte, at maintindihan niya ang ibig sabihin ng pag-ahari ng Diyos. Romans 12, 1-2 Dear friends, God is good. So I beg you to offer your bodies to Him as a living sacrifice, pure and pleasing. That's the most sensible way to serve God. Don't be like the people of this world. But let God change the way you think. Then you will know how to do everything that is good and pleasing to Him. Karagdagang pagpapaliwanag ng kaharian ng Diyos. Sabi niya, huwag niyong gayahin ang mga iba dyan na pumuputol lang kamay nila para i-offer sa kanilang Diyos, dinubunot yung kanilang mata para i-offer sa kanilang Diyos, hinihahagi sa mga bata buong katawan para sunugin para i-offer sa kanilang Diyos. Ayaw ng Diyos ng hain at offering na patay or dead body parts or a dead whole body. So yun yung God wants a living sacrifice. Sacrifice to God not by dying but by living. And how does that happen? Change your mind, Romans said. So what is the ultimate sacrifice here? Hindi paglakad ng paluhod, hindi paghahampas sa sarili, hindi pagpapapako sa krus. The best sacrifice is by living. It is in the mind. It is in the thought life. Paano yun? Yung isip mo, natutuwang mag-isip ng mga kalaswaan. Alam mong hindi yun gusto ng Diyos. Papalayasin mo yung malalaswang isipin sa loob ng iyong utak. That is a living sacrifice. You sacrifice, you deny yourself by living for God and not living for Satan. Mas madaling magyabang, mas madaling mapuno ng kahambugan, ng pride. Gustong isipin ang sarili mo, mas magaling ka sa iba, mas mahusay ka, mas entitled ka sa privileges, mas dapat kang igalang, mas dapat kang masunod. But you want to be a living sacrifice? Change the way you think. And the Bible says, consider others as better than you are. Be humble. Respect other people. Then you deny your own thoughts and you replace it with godly thoughts. Therefore, God rules in your life. Siyang nasusunod sa loob ng iyong puso. Isa kang trono at isa kang kaharian ng Diyos. Siyempre, kasi ang kaharian may nagahari at may sumusunod. If you want to be in God's kingdom, you want God's kingdom to be in you, therefore, ang Diyos ang hari at ikaw yung tagasunod, kingdom ka kahit ka nag-iisa. E pag maraming mga mana ng palataya sama-sama, dumarami yung area na tinitirhan ng Diyos, dumadami yung taong sumusunod sa Diyos, lumalago ang kaharian ng Diyos. Akala ng iba, napapalago ang kaharian ng Diyos sa pagmimisyon ng mga sekta, ng mga relihiyon ng mga kongregasyon. So nagpapadala sila ng missionary kung saan sa ang bansa para i-convert yung mga tao doon, kung saan sa ang bundok, kung saan sa ang baryo. Possible na lumaghanap ang kaharian ng Diyos through that mission, but only if the people being reached by the mission are taught clearly that they must submit their minds to God, that they must let God live in them, think through them, work in them and through them so that they become the citizen, the subject of this monarch, then kingdom, the kingdom of God expands. Pero kung ang dumami lang ay eh, yung member ng ganong sekta, dumami ang kanilang mga 
membership, lumaki ang kanilang political base, dumami ang kanilang mga taong napapasunod, napapapunta rito doon. Pero kung ang mga taong yun ay hindi isa-isang nagsuko ng buhay nila sa Diyos at hindi sila isa-isang pinaghaharian ng Diyos, hindi isa-isang naiba ang pag-iisip nila, therefore they were not able to expand God's kingdom. They were only able to expand man's empire. Maybe a religious empire. Kaya ang tunay na pagtuturo kay Kristo ay yung itihapakita mo, you must become the kingdom. Siya ang hari, ikaw yung citizen. You must sacrifice. And what is your sacrifice? Sacrifice your thoughts. Kasi ang katawan sumusunod lang sa iniisip. Ang katawan ay alipin ng isip. Kanino ngayong alipin yung isip? Pag siya ipina idinala mo sa paanan ng Diyos at Diyos ang nasusunod, then you are God's kingdom. And change happens only when people let God change their minds. Kaya yung halimbawa yung mga taong naninigarilyo, kahit anong pigil mo dyan, ayaw nilang tumigil manigarilyo kasi hindi pa sila nagchange ng mind. Kahit pakitaan mo mga litrato ng mga lung cancer, kwentohan mo ng kung sino-sino mga namatay, mga bahay na nasunog dahil sa sigarilyo, they will not stop unless they themselves change their minds. Kaya mga taong pinapayuhan mong ganitong gawin mo, huwag mo itong gawin, itong kainin mo, huwag mong kainin, hindi ka susundin. Hindi naman talaga sumusunod ang tao sa kapwa-tao eh. Ang sinusunod ng tao, yung iniisip niya. Kumisa, nagmumukha lang sumusunod sa'yo kasi pareho kayo nang iniisip. Pero subukan mo magkaiba na kayo nang iniisip, hindi ka na niya susundin. Kasi ang susundin niya ang kanyang isip. Kaya ang tanong, kanino isinusuko ang isip? The kingdom of God enters through the mind. Not through religious membership. Not through doctrine. It enters through the mind. The kingdom of God is approached through the mind. Dapat na iintindihan mo ang nangyayari. The kingdom of God is in the mind. Hindi ibig sabihin na hindi nag-e-exist na ilusyon. No. It is here in the mind. It is in your thoughts. That is why the mind is the battleground for evil and for good. Victory or defeat happens in the mind. Sa mga natutokso, yung katawan ninyo, ginawa lang yung halbawa kasalanan kasi kanina, kahapon, ngayon, one minute ago or three months ago, yung mind nyo nag-decide na nagagawin yun eh. Naghihintay lang ng panahon yung katawan para sumunod. Kaya dapat sa isip pa lang nagwawagi ka na may tukso pa lang na dumaraan, nasa isip mo pa lang yung tukso, nagwawagi ka na, pinapalayas mo na agad yung masama at ang pinapapasok mo yung mabuti. Sacrifice by living, not by dying. Ephesians 6.12 We are not fighting against humans. We are fighting against forces and authorities and against rulers and darkness and powers in the spiritual world. So, hindi daw tao kalaban natin, hindi flesh and blood. Hindi rin sarili natin. Ang kalaban natin, mga espiritu sa spiritual world. Ano yung espiritu? Yung ba yung may pangil, may sungay, may buntot, may kaliskis, may hawak na malaking tinidor? At ano yung spiritual world? Sa ilalim ba ng lupa, sa ibabaw, sa gilid? Nasaan? Where is the spiritual world and what are those spirits? The spiritual world is not a place but in the mind, in the thought life, 
kasi talagang sa isip nagaganapang lahat. Kaya di ba yung iba, ang linaw nilang sinasabi, sabi nila, nagdadalawang isip ako eh. So, ang nilalabanan ng isip niya, yung isip niya rin. Sabi niya, alam mo, hati ang isip mo. Therefore, hati ang loob mo. Kailangan isa ang loob mo. Buo ang loob. At ayaw din ang Panginoon ng hati. Sabi niya, hindi pwedeng hati-hati. Dapat one. Buo. Pati ang Diyos. Hero Israel. God is one. Kaya ang taong may nagagawa sa buhay, yun lang buo ang isip. Pero pag nagdadalawang isip, nagdadalawang loob, ano nangyayari? Humihina ang loob at walang nangyayari. Matthew 4.17 Then Jesus started preaching, Turn back to God, the kingdom of heaven will soon be here. Sinabi ng Panginoon, the kingdom of heaven will soon be here. So yun ba yung pagdating ng Messiah? Yun ba yung second coming? Yun ba yung the end of the world? John 18.36 Jesus answered, My kingdom doesn't belong to this world. If it did, my followers would have fought to keep me from being handed over to the Jewish leaders. No. My kingdom doesn't belong to this world. So, nang tinatanong siya ni Pilate, King ka daw, nasan ang kingdom mo? Kakumpetensya ba kita? Makakalaban ba kita over the throne? Over the power? For power? So, Lord, no. Hindi tayo magkatalo. Hindi tayo magkalaban. Kasi ang kingdom mo, physical. Ang kingdom ko is not of this world. So ang tanong, so ang kingdom ba ni Jesus nasa mga ulap na darating pa lang? Nasa ilalim ng lupa? Nasa ibang planeta? Nasan? If it's not in the world, not of the world, not in physical space, where it is? It is in the hearts and minds of believers. Kaya kahit yung mga tao, ikulong mo, hindi mo maikukulong yung kingdom of God kasi nasa isip nila. At ang isip ay lumalampas sa mga rehas, ang isip ay lumalampas sa mga pader, ang isip ay timeless and spaceless. In the mind, in the thoughts, in the beliefs, values, and worldview of believers, the kingdom of God will expand. Matthew 12:28, sabi ni Jesus, But when I force out demons by the power of God's Spirit, It proves that God's kingdom has already come to you. Tanong kasi nang tanong yung mga tao, kailan darating yung paharian ng Diyos? Sabi niya, pag nagpapalayas na ako ng mga demonyo, mapapatunayan na na nandito na, dumating na ang kaharian ng Diyos. So the kingdom comes without being in the physical world because in fact, Jesus cast out lots of demons, therefore, the kingdom has already come. So ang tinutukoy niya na kingdom, hindi yung second coming, bagamat yun ay inaatay din natin. Pero yung pinag-uusapan sa New Testament madalas, yung sabi niya, pag nakita niyo nagpapalayas na ako ng mga demonyo, alam niyo dumating na. So dumating na, dahil nagawanan niya eh. In fact, Mark 16.9, very early on the first day of the week, after Jesus had risen to life, He appeared to Mary Magdalene. Earlier, He had forced seven demons out of her. So pinag-uusapan ba natin yung mga demonyong may pakpak na itim? Yung mga demonyong may may sungay? Yung mga spirit na yon? What could those demons be? It is possible that they are those literal spiritual beings. But demons could also be destructive thoughts. Like greed. Pag sa loob ng isip natin, tayo ay greedy. Daig pa natin talaga ang may mga demonyo sa loob ng utak natin. Fear. Pag kayo'y laging natatakot, Talagang para kayong pinaghihirayan ng mga impakto. Pagpapuwisa kayo ng malamig kahit walang dahilan, ninenervyos kayo kahit yung iba hindi. So matatataka ka, bakit sa elevator yung mga may claustrophobia, takot-takot, yung iba naman hindi. So siya, may demon. 
Not necessarily the demon, demons from hell, but demons of the mind, fears, which are products of probably a bad childhood or having been abused. Destructive thoughts like depression. What will drive a person to jump from a building or a bridge and kill himself? The demon inside. The bad thought that is fighting with the good thoughts. What could these demons be? Pessimism, hopelessness, envy. Daig mo pa ang may pitong demonyong nakakubabaw sa'yo pag maingitin ka. Dahil magiging magagalit ka, malaselos, magsisinungaling ka, maninira ka ng maninira. Basta ingitera ka. How about bitterness? Isn't it a demon? When you're bitter, when you cannot forgive your father or mother or lola or whoever hurt you in the past, all throughout your life, you're angry, galit ka sa mundo, galit ka sa basurahan, sinisipa mo, galit ka sa pusa. At walang puwang sa iyong puso ang pag-ibig, hindi ka magtiwala sa iba, ang buhay mo miserable. How about hatred? What about the demon called addiction? Na pag naging drug addict ang isang tao, pati sariling nanay ang ninanakawan, sariling kamag-anak ay pinapatay, pagkabangag, etc., etc. Sabi, pitong demonyo doon pinalayas kay Maria Magdalena. Pito kayang literal na demonyo maitim ang nagliparan mula sa kanyang batok o dahil sa pag-ibig ni Jesus, sa kanyang pagtanggap na walang patakaran, sa pagsali sa kanyang kapatiran na ikaw ay minamahal, binibigyan ng halaga, nagiging miyembro noon, nag-aalisan niya mga bitterness mo, mga hopelessness, depression and pessimism, and you get born again. You become a new person. Nagkakaroon ka ng bagong outlook, nakakalaya ka sa mga bilanggo ang inilagay ng sad or molested childhood. Nakakalaya ka sa mga duda sa kapwa na dahil na rin nagkadala-dala ka na, so natututo ka namang magtiwalang muli. Nagkakaroon ka ng isang bagong buhay. Ano ba yan? It is really about the change of and change in the mind. Kaya kung meron tayong dapat isuko sa Panginoon talaga ang ating mga isip, pag naisuko natin yun at pinagharian nyo ng Diyos, kasunod na ang lahat. Luke 9.27, again about this kingdom coming, you can be sure that some of the people standing here will not die before they see God's kingdom, sabi ng Panginoong Yesus. Kaya iba nagdududa eh. Bakit sabi ni Yesus, yun daw mga kausap niya, hindi mamamatay at sa kanilang lifetime darating yung kingdom of God? Eh ba't di pa dumarating eh, nagkamatay na yung mga tao? Kasi akala nga nila second coming yung pinag-uusapan. Akala nila yung pagkagunaw ng mundo pinag-uusapan. Clearly, may ibang kingdom of God na tinutukoy si Jesus. Kasi sabi niya, alam niyo mga kausap ko, ang iba sa inyo na hindi pa mamamatay sa lifetime niyo, makikita niyo itong God's kingdom. At totoo nakita nila, nagpalayas ang Diyos sa mga espiritu, nagbigay ng bagong buhay sa mga tao at binuksan ang pinto ng langit para sa lahat ng gustong pumasok doon. Hindi lang para sa mga original hearers niya, hindi lang para sa generation na yon, kundi para sa lahat ng tao, sa lahat ng panahon na darating pa. So this type of God's kingdom, aside from the second coming, and aside from the end of the world that many people fear, this type of God's kingdom that Jesus talks about most often is not physical. It's not eschatological. It is a spiritual condition. Matthew 3.6, They told how sorry they were for their sins, and He baptized them in the river. Sino anong uri ng tao ang aaminin niya na makasalanan siya? At hindi lang sa isa, sa lahat ng tao publicly aaminin, yun lang pinagharian ng Diyos. 
yun lang nagbukas ng puso sa Panginoon at nagkaroon ng pagbabagong isip, pagbabagong loob na born again. Kung iisip tayo ng Tagalog uh, equivalent niya, you must be born again, magandang equivalent niya, dapat kang hindi ipanganak na muli kasi magulo yung usapin. Dapat kang magbagong loob. Dapat kang maghunos dili. Magpalit ka ng paraan ng pag-iisip. Then you are born again. So itong mga taong ito, pinagharian ng Diyos because they declared their sins and sought baptism because the kingdom is about changing of the mind and in their case, being sorry for their sins. Acts 2.43-48 Everyone was amazed by the many miracles and wonders that the apostles worked. All the Lord's followers often met together and they shared everything they had. They would sell their property and possessions and give the money to whoever needed it. Day after day, they met together in the temple. They broke bread together in different homes and shared their food happily and freely while praising God. Everyone liked them and each day the Lord added to their group others who were being saved. Nakita nyo nangyari sa mga first generation Christians? Nung araw kasi, masyadong divided ang mga tao between rich and poor. Ngayon, meron pa rin, pero hindi na masyado kasi kahit nga napaka-poor, may cellphone na rin, you know, nakakasakay na rin ang aeroplano. So, hindi na masyadong clear yung difference. Pero nung araw, clear na clear yon. Pero ang mga naging kristyano, binuran nila yung difference na yon. Sa loob ng kapatiran, yung mga sobrang yaman, nagbenta ng mga property para magamit ng mga sobrang hirap, there was egalitarianism here. There was a sharing of resources. Hindi ba pagbabagong loob yun? Hindi ba pagiging born again yun? Being born from above? Pagbabago ng isip? Sinong mapera ang magkukusa na ishare yung mga pera niya sa mga tao kung hindi siya nagkaroon ng kingdom of God? Hindi lang yun. Magkakasundo sila. Araw-araw nagkikita. Lipat-lipat. Kanya-kanyang bahay. Iba-iba yung mga host. Lagi silang kumakain. Pinupuri ang Diyos. Sumasamba. Masasaya. At tuwang-tuwa ang mga tao sa kanila. Kaya sali ng sali. Dami sila ng dami. Kasi nakakatuwa silang salihan. Pagbabago ng loob. Pagbabago ng isip. God's kingdom. Kaya hindi pwedeng sabi mong, ay, umaaten ako sa isang born-again church. Ay, nagbabible study na ako ngayon. Ay, nagpabaptize ako. Tapos walang nagbago sa'yo. Ibig sabihin, wala yung God's kingdom. Naging member ka lang. Yun ang sinasabing, that is not the kingdom I mean. It is only about food and drinks and about religion. But there must be a change. At sabi, the Lord added to their number daily those who were being saved. Saved from what? First of all, we believe saved from hell. But after being saved from hell, saved from what? Being saved from greed. From selfishness. From isolation. Loneliness. Lovelessness. Dahil nagkaroon sila ng tunay na community. Yung salvation din, pag binabanggit ni Lord sa New Testament, hindi lang about being saved from hell in eternity. But it is also being saved from a life that looks like, feels like hell. At pag nagkaroon ka ng bagong pag-iisip, pinagharian ka ng Diyos, yung iyong mga ugaling masama na naghihiwalay sa isang kapwa ay mababago, kaya masisave ka rin from that ugali and from the consequences of that ugali. Pag nasa Panginoon ka, you must be saved from isolation because there is the fellowship. Parang, ba't ka pa naging Christian? Nag-iisa ka pa rin lang pala. May sakit ka, nag-iisa ka. May problema ka, nag-iisa ka. 
Baka hindi ka nakikisalamuha, hindi ka nakipagmabutihan. Baka wala kang ministry, wala kang sense of community and joining with other people's lives. Therefore, when you suffer, you still suffer alone though you are attending church for 10 years. So church attendance is not the kingdom of God. It is being immersed in the life of the church so that your life and the lives of others are intertwined that you will never feel alone, especially when you want company. You are safe from loneliness and isolation. So a change of mind and its attendant change of circumstance is God's rule in your life. It is devoutly to be wished. Yun ang napakasarap asamin na mabago ang kondisyon ng iyong buhay, natatakot kang tumandang mag-isa, walang daramay sa'yo pag nakasakit ka, walang dadalo pag naratay ka, walang magkukontribusyon pag ikaw ay kailangan ng ataol. Pero dapat kung naniwala ka sa Panginoon, sumali ka sa kapatiran, nakiisa ka talaga, nakipagmabutihan, mawawala yung fear mo na yun because you're a part of a big family. Pero kailangan magkaroon ng change of mind. Of course, when you join the fellowship, you have to give up some of your privacy, some of your private life, sometimes some of your private funds go to other people's needs. But then again, that's what being family is about. Hindi lang yun sumali ka sa Orchid Society, Watch the Whale Movement, or Save the Tectonic Plates of the World Movement. Pag sumali ka sa church, binibigay mo yung puso mo, yung damdamin mo, yung lahat mo, at willing kang tumanggap, willing ka rin magbigay, willing kang maabala, willing ka rin mangabala, hindi ikaw lang yung nagpapaabala, tas ayaw mo mang abala. Pride na yun. Kasi kapatiran. Kaya ang ganda nga rin ng Tagalog doon sa church eh. Kapatiran. Hindi iglesia, hindi fellowship. Kapatiran. And what does it mean to be kapatid? Lalo tayo mga Pilipino, alam na alam natin na kahulugan na maging kapatid. Pero nangyayari lang yun kung nakikipagkapatiran ka rin lang. Salvation is not only from the flames of hell, but salvation from your own greed, from your own lust, from your own desires that make you a slave. Luke 19, 8-10 Later that day, Zacchaeus stood up and said to the Lord, I will give half of my property to the poor. I will now pay back four times as much to everyone I have ever cheated. Jesus said to Zacchaeus, Today, you and your family had been saved because you are a true son of Abraham. The Son of Man came to look for and to save people who are lost. Kano ba yung salvation? Pag nag-donate ka, masisave ka? Pag binayaran mo yung mga dinaya mo na may interest, masisave ka? Yun ba yung salvation from hell? Definitely no. So the salvation meant by Jesus here is not the salvation from eternal damnation. That day, when Zacchaeus met the Lord, he had a change of mind. He got born again without it being said. He was born from above. There was a change within. Now, Jesus rules in his heart. His heart is the kingdom of God. Therefore, now, sabi niya, lahat ng dinaya ko noon, isosoli ko, may interest pa. At kalahati ng kayamanan ko, ibibigay ko sa mahihirap. Sabi ni Lord, Aba, dumating na sa'yo ang salvation, pati sa yung family. Salvation from greed, which is a very, very big God in many people's lives. Salvation from cheating. Salvation from the hatred of many people that you cheat because you're powerful. Because Zacchaeus was a chief tax collector. Can you imagine si Zacchaeus? Kinamumuhian ang kanyang buong bayan dahil kakampi siya ng Roman Empire, naniningil ng buwis, at marami pang dagdag na daya para may matira sa sarili niya matapos siya mag-engreso sa Roma. Pero ngayon isosoli na niya ang lahat sa kanyang dinaya. Meron pang interes. Di ba mamamahalin na siya ng mga tao? 
So naligtas na siya mula sa pagkakaisa at pagkakahiwalay sa mga kababayan. Tapos hindi na siya mukhang pera. Therefore, naligtas na siya sa kasakiman. Matatahimik siyang matutulog na hindi puro pera ang iniisip kung paano man dadaya, mga agaw. Kaligtasan yon. Maaring hindi sa impyerno sa kabilang buhay, pero kaligtasan mula sa impyerno sa buhay na ito. And Jesus is Savior in eternity and now. The kingdom of God is not only in the next life, but also here. You must have both. Hindi ka lang yung abang ng abang sa second coming, magunaw ang mundo. Gusto ko sana, Diyos ko, magunaw na sana ang mundong to kasi wala naman akong papa. Gusto ko sana, magunaw na ang mundong to dahil mahirap lang ako. Alam niyo yung gustong-gustong magunaw ang mundo, yung mga hindi nag-enjoy. Pero kung ikaw'y pinagaharian ng Diyos sa buhay na ito, Savior mo siya sa buhay na ito dahil may kingdom of God ka in your heart. Savior mo pa siya sa darating, hindi ka nagmamadali ng second coming. Kasi kung minsan yung second coming na yan, escapism na eh. Gusto na lang ibang madali kasi wala na silang ibang chance at hope sa buhay. Pero ganun ba yon? Ipinapakilala ba sa atin ng langit si Jesus para lang magmadali ka ng mamatay, magpakamatay o hintayin yung kabilang buhay at binabaliwala mo na yung buhay ngayon? No, Jesus is Lord of eternity but also Lord of now. Jesus is Savior from eternal damnation, but also Savior from hell in everyday life. That's why there must be a changing of the mind. Isang malaking opium, isang malaking drugs, yung ang isipin mo lang, end of the world. Second coming, para malutas lahat ang problema mo. Escapism yan. And many people who are very weak in their lives would like to lean on that strong teaching because they need it as a crutch. But to live is Christ, and to die is gain. So while you are not dying yet, you must live for Christ, and you must let Christ live in your heart. And it happens only when you change your mind. So yung palang pagiging born again ay hindi physical, kundi mental, intellectual, spiritual. Pero igigit parehong nilugunsig ni Kodemos ang physical birth. Back to John, this time chapter three. Verses four to eight. Nicodemus asked, "How can a grown man ever be born a second time?" Jesus answered, "I tell you for certain, but before you can get into God's kingdom, you must be born not only of by water, but by spirit. Humans give life to their children, yet only God's spirit can change you into a child of God. Don't be surprised." When I say that you must be born from above, only God's Spirit gives you life. The Spirit is like the wind that blows wherever it wants to. You can hear the wind, but you don't know where it comes from or where it is going. So Nicodemus alludes to physical birth, like being born of water, like pag ipinapangan na kami kasabay kan tubig, pag lumalabas ka sa sinapupunan ng yung ina. At sabi ni Lord, hindi lang tubig-tubig yan, spirit-spirit din. You shouldn't only be born of water, but by spirit. Hindi physical birth ang pinag-uusapan, spiritual rebirth, which is the changing of one's mind. When you change your mind in a great way that it changes your life, you are reborn. Jesus reveals that rebirth is not physical, but spiritual. John 3, 9-18, medyo mahirap unawain, so huwag nyo lang sobrang unawain, basahin na lang natin. How can this be? Nicodemus asked. Jesus replied, How can you be a teacher of Israel and not know these things? 
I tell you for certain that we know what we are talking about because we have seen it ourselves. But no one of you will accept what we say. If you don't believe when I talk to you about things on earth, how can you possibly believe if I talk to you about things in heaven? No one has gone up to heaven except the Son of Man who came down from here. So, hindi maintindihan itong great teacher na pinag-uusapan. So, niya, eh, hindi mo talaga maintindihan yan kasi nga, spiritual na bagay yan. Eh. Pinipilit mong gawing physical yung usapan, eh, spiritual nga. Ipinipilit mong gawing mababae ang taas-taas ng usapan. Verse 14, And the Son of Man must be lifted up just as that metal snake was lifted up by Moses in the desert. Then everyone who has faith in the Son of Man will have eternal life. God loved the people of this world so much that He gave His only Son so that everyone who has faith in Him will have eternal life and never really die. God did not send His Son into the world to condemn its people. He sent Him to save them. No one who has faith in God's Son will be condemned. But everyone who doesn't have faith in Him has already been condemned for not having faith in God's only Son. And the soup thickens. Sabi niya, alam mo itong mga pinag-uusapan natin, simplihan na lang. Pag naniwala ka sa anak ng Diyos, may mangyayaring kababalaghan. May mangyayaring himala. Ipapanganak ka muli. Huwag mo nang alamin yung proseso, pero mangyayari. Pag binuksan mo ang iyong puso kay Jesus, tinanggap mo siya, pinaniwalaan mo siya, nagiging anak ka ng Ama sa langit, may nagaganap na pagbabago sa yung hindi maipapaliwanag yung method, but you become born again. You become a new person and you have a new mind. Kaya sabi ng 2 Corinthians 5.17, If anyone is in Christ, he is a new creation. The old is gone, the new has come. So by that simple belief in Jesus and prayer, a complex thing happens. You suddenly have a new spirit. You become a child of God and now you have a new mind. A new mind that can begin to understand the mysteries of God. A new mind which, when surrendered to Christ all the time, will give you a new mind, a new thought, a new lifestyle. Therefore, you will have heaven on earth, although you are still on earth. Eternity will begin. And the kingdom of God will be in you, though in the, probably in the heart of your neighbor, it's not. So the kingdom of God becomes very personal while you await for that communal kingdom of God that will happen at the second coming. But before that, you must have your personal kingdom of God. Pagahari ng Diyos sa iyong puso na magpapalaya sa iyo, magliligtas mula sa mga takot, mula sa mga pangamba, mula sa mga angst at mga pain, mga sorrow, lahat ng mga yan, palalayain ka. Kaya mapapalaya sa mga demonyong nakatira sa iyong puso tulad na kay Maria Magdalena. Beautiful. Napakaganda pagkasinuri. So Jesus simplifies the kingdom of heaven, spirituality, transcendence, salvation is understood by those who are reborn spiritually. It is understood by those who believe in Jesus as the Son of God. So kaya sabi ko nga, kung hindi natin masundan yung usapan nila, complex thought, simple na lang. Believe in Jesus, accept Him as your personal Lord and Savior, and the same effect happens. You will have a new personality, a new spirit. Pero kailangan yung old personality. Lagi mong tikisin, kaya meron kang living sacrifice. You sacrifice not by dying, because it was Jesus who sacrificed by dying. You sacrifice by living. Yung gagawin mo yung tama, imbes mali, yun ang sacrifice na gusto ng Diyos. Believing leads to salvation. Salvation in eternity 
and salvation in all the little pockets of hell in life today. Because when you believe in Christ, you will change the way you think, you will transcend difficulties, you will be victorious, and even if you don't get what you want, you get to want what you get because you have a changed mind. And you will learn to be contented and to be happy. You will heal physically, and if you don't heal physically, you heal emotionally, you heal spiritually, nevertheless, you will have contentment. That is the wonder. That is the miracle when Jesus is at work. That's why people have to open their hearts to Jesus and understand with their mind what these things are all about. Matthew 18, 3, Then he said, I promise you this, if you don't change and become like a child, you will never get into the kingdom of heaven. So kingdom of heaven, yung ba yung langit, yung eternal life, na pag hindi ka nag-isip bata, hindi ka makakarating doon? O yung kingdom of heaven now, na pag naging para kang bata, mapagtiwala, hindi warrior, nananalig, umaasa, nagmamahal, walang biases. Kita niyo mga bata, ang daling makipaglaro sa kapwa-bata, kaya mahirap yun, kaya maputi, kaya maitim yung kalaro. They don't think about it. Kaya sabi ni Lord, pag hindi naging gano'n ang isip mo, hindi mo mararanasan ang paghahari ng Diyos dito sa lupa. You must be like a child. So entry into the kingdom of heaven is through changing one's outlook and attitude to be a child again. It is to change one's habits and deeds and lifestyle. Hindi yung old, jaded, dala outlook. Siyempre, pag may edad ka na, dala ka na, masyado ka ng wise, hindi ka na rin masaya nun. Kaya sabi, kailangan bumalik ka dun sa innocence of children. And when you can begin to think again like them, to trust again, to love again, then you will have the kingdom of God. You will have paradise. You will be happy. You will have joy. Well, indeed, we Christians await the second coming. And while Christian church teaches the end of the world, you must realize that most of the references of Jesus about the kingdom of God is not about those two events. But it's about the actual rule of God in the life of believers here and now. The kingdom of God or heaven is the new liberating mentality. Kailangan makalaya ka. Makalaya sa mga biases, makalaya sa mga takot, makalaya sa mga masasamang ugali, pagiging mainisin, pagiging irritable, mga seloso, mga inggitero. You must be free from that. The kingdom of heaven is the liberation from that mentality. Note that the other kingdom where most people belong is the old oppressive mentality of worldliness and physicality and selfishness. Now, one gets saved from the evil world by being spiritually reborn. What we say, born again. Hindi yung yumuku ka, manalangin ka, born again ka na sister. Wow, thank God. Hindi ganun kasimple yung formula. Kailangan nauunawa mo na nabuborn again ka, naiiba yung utak mo. At naiiba yun tuwing merong pagtatalo ang sinusunod mo yung gusto ng Diyos. Hanggang mamaya, naging habit mo na yun, naging iba ka na talaga. A slow transformation. One gets spiritually reborn by believing in Jesus and in His ways to the point of changing one's mind and being obedient to the mind of Christ. Matthew 6, 19-20 Don't store up treasures on earth, sabi ni Lord. Moths and rust can destroy them and thieves break in and steal them. Instead, store up treasures in heaven where moths and rust cannot destroy and where thieves cannot break in and steal. Popular teaching, 
Reading and interpretation number one, which is popular. One, huwag ka na mag-alahas. Huwag ka na mag-alahas. bahay. Huwag ka na gumasa sa kotse. I-donate mo lahat sa church. Ibigay mo lahat sa charity. Parang deposit mo yan sa langit. Mayaman ka sa langit. Huwag kang mayaman sa lupa. That is 99% of the reading. But if you will read this in line with how we have been reading the kingdom of God according to Jesus, what is the Lord really saying? Your treasure should not be things that other people could steal or elements that could be destroyed by the other elements. Your treasure should not be outside of you. Because if it's outside of you, pwedeng manakaw, pwedeng mabulok. Your treasure should be in heaven. And what does heaven? What is the kingdom of heaven? Your mind, your heart, your soul. Your treasure should be inside you, not outside of you. So your treasure should not be having things, but being contented. Your treasure should not be in keeping things, but in releasing them and being free from them. Your treasure should be spiritual or godly thoughts and beliefs that bring hope, optimism, peace, joy. No one can steal them. At hindi sila nabubulok, hindi sila kinakalawang. In other words, there's another way of reading, gather up for yourselves treasures in heaven and not on earth. It means, let your wealth be a godly way of thinking. Not things outside that people can take, steal, or the elements can decay. Ang gawin mong kayamanan mo isang payapang loob, tahimik na puso, maibigin, mapagpatawad. Dahil yan ang kayamanan hindi pwedeng nakawin ng sinuman. Yan ang saya na hindi pwedeng mabulok, mabilasa o mahampok. Yan ang ligaya na hindi pwedeng agawin ng iba kasi nasa loob mo. While the first reading is good, and it is a very correct reading, you must understand ang scripture parang sapin-sapin. Maraming layers ng meaning. Depende kung gaano kakalalim pwedeng lumusong o kung gaano kataas ang aabot ng isip mo. Hanggang naaabot mo, meron ka makikitang meaning. Hindi lang isang ganon na level. Kasi spiritual yan eh. Spaceless, timeless, endless, eternal. Hindi kayang ubusin. Kaya dapat lagi kang aral lang aral so that we can change from glory to glory. So what is your treasure? A car that can be stolen? Or a peaceful mind that says, whether I have a car or not, I'll be happy. Yun ang sinasabi. Yun ang payamanin mo, yung kalooban mo, yung isip mo, yung puso mo. Hindi yung labas. Pero kung binibigyan ka Lord ng kayamanan sa labas, eh di meron din. Pero kung nanakaw, eh di nanakaw, nabulok, eh di nabulok. Hindi iiyak-iyak ka dahil nawawala ang isang pares ng ikaw mo. Eh nawala. Salamat, makahiram. Hindi ang kayamanan mo yung si Papa. Okay, binigyan ka ng papa, salamat. Pero paano kung binawi ang buhay niya? Nagahanap ka ng ikaw ng inang babae sa breakwater. Dahil nawala si papa. Di, salamat, nakahiram ng papa. Pero ngayon, wala. Eh, di, wala. I'm happy because the Lord is with me. Salamat, nakahiram. Salamat, nakahiram ng anak. Salamat, nakahiram ng bahay. O lumubog sa lahar, nasunog. Alam nga namang tumalon ako sa tulay. Salamat, magsisikap na lang uli. But I have another home in my heart where Jesus reigns and I can have peace with or without a house, with or without a car, with or without a romantic partner. Yun ang treasure in heaven because heaven is in you. Hindi yung treasure on earth. Natakot-takot ka, bantay ka ng bantay. Lagi kang ninenervyos dahil baka mawala. Sabi niya, alam niyo kung may pagsisikapan kayong ipundar, ang ipundar niyo isang matinong utak. 
Isang pusong sumusunod sa Diyos. Isang puso, isang utak na sumusunod, pinatahanan ng Espiritu, yan ang hindi nababawi, hindi nawawala. Your treasure should be spiritual and godly thoughts and beliefs that make your life joyful. These are in you and with you. Treasures in your mind. Hindi na nanakaw o naaagaw. Pag pinagdugtong-dugtong natin yan, mga kapatid, anong kahulugan? Huwag tayong makontento lang pag hindi nagbabago ang ating isip. Pag noon magagalitin ka, magagalitin ka pa rin, huwag kayong makontento. Offer your body as a living sacrifice. Therefore, natetem ka magalit, pipigilan mo yung gusto mo, at hindi ka magagalit, Diyos ang nasunod, you are a living sacrifice. Pag inulit niya ng inulit yan sa iba't ibang bahagi ng inyong buhay, you will wake up one day and realize, na iba na pala ako. Oo nga, naborn again ako. I'm a new creation. Why? Because God rules in your heart. It doesn't happen overnight. Although the door is opened overnight, the possibility becomes available overnight, but the change, the transformation, is a lifelong process. That's why you obey Jesus as Lord. Susundin mo siya araw-araw, pagahariin mo siya, para pataas ng patas ang iyong pangunawa, palalim ng palalim yung pananalig, papayapa ng papayapa ang iyong loob, pasaya ng pasaya ang iyong kalooban, and you become less and less affected by the evils of this world. This is the salvation that Jesus wants you to have. Next to salvation in eternity, salvation from hell now. Ama namin sa langit, papatalinuhin niyo nga po kami para lalo namin maunawa na hindi lang ito relihiyon, hindi lang membership, hindi lang church attendance, kundi pagbabago ng kalooban. Pagbabago to the point that we become more peaceful, we become happier and more joyful, we become more loving and more lovable because our heart is your kingdom. At kung ikaw ang hari sa aming puso, maghari ka sa aming mga paa, sa aming mga daliri, sa aming mga kamay, sa aming buong katawan, na yung gusto mong gawin ang gawin ng katawan namin. Kung saan mo kami gusto pumuntay, doon kami maglingkod. At ang gusto mo, Panginoon, na iwasan namin ay aming iwasan. We like to enjoy this kingdom here as much as we like to enjoy your kingdom over there in the future. In both cases, teach us to enthrone your Son, Jesus, as our Lord. Pagbulay-bulayan natin sumandali sa tahimik na pakikipagnaig sa Diyos ang malalalim na kahulugan ito sa ating buhay. At tinggin natin ang Espiritu ng Diyos upang turuan tayo akayin kung paano gagawing totoong-totoo sa buhay natin ang Kingdom of Heaven. That the Kingdom of Heaven will not only be up there in the clouds in the next life, but will be in our hearts, in our homes, in our community, in our workplaces, and very especially in our church. Dear God, teach us, lead us, enable us to think as high and as highly as needed. Let's be alone with God and let the Spirit of Jesus lead us. A podcast by Eblapis. Become a supporter. Support this podcast with a small monthly donation to help sustain future episodes. Click the support button or click the link below. Thank you so much for your prayers and support in this ministry. Our desire to share hope in new ways to millions of people in many places have become possible because of your unconditional love of giving and partnering with us to this ministry. Do not forget to leave a comment voice message by clicking the message button. Your message could end up in future episodes. 
visit Ed Lopis official website edlopis.com.ph.